Welcome to the Kawartha Small Business Podcast, where we believe the Kawarthas can be the most thriving region in Canada for small businesses. I'm Brian Rump from Profit Coach. And I'm Matt Garrity from Magigy Digital. And we are recording from the Thrive Podcast Studio at Thrive Coworking Community, 18 Kent Street West in beautiful downtown Lindsay. And today we are just talking about returning to focus. So it is September. I think a lot of business owners, small business owners have been in uh, summer mode. So we're just going to go through a conversation about how you kind of get back to focusing or just getting into that new season of business. Yeah, I took a ton of time off this summer. I think a lot of people raised an eyebrow about it. I think a lot of people laughed at me. I got a good amount of jokes about a business owner that doesn't work. I loved it. It was great. My criticism was that it made the summer go by even faster, but it was fantastic. I love taking a ton of time off in the summer. I think that's what we have to model is like we do go through different seasons. There's times to focus. There's times to take some time off. There's times to structure your business so that it's just running. So you're maybe not growing. You're not sprinting, but you're running everything kind of pre-planned and I think every business will can and should have times like that. And then you kind of get back to focusing. Uh, we were talking earlier, uh, but your business you know, didn't go off the rails. No big fires happened. I think sometimes some people uh, just let things go over the summer. And then they're like, not just returning to focus, but having to catch up. Returning to the scene of the crime. But it's like, how do we just return and change gears to, you know, start focusing? I was thinking about that this summer, about it, where people were like somewhat in shock about how much time I took off. I took every other week off in July and August. I took the first weekend, the first week of July off after my, the first week of summer vacation with my kids. And I took literally every other week off, one week on, one week off. So it was a lot of time. It was more time in two months than most employee people get in an entire year. And this was not the first time I took vacation this year. I've been off eight weeks and we're recording this in September. I'm taking a week off every month, which honestly sounds outrageous. And there's people mad probably listening to this. It's not been an issue this year. Um, spent a ton of time focusing on processes and systems uh, leading up to it. We've talked about it a year before, you and I, and it was like, okay, how do we plan for this? How do I work this? Well, it was, how do I do three-day work weeks Yeah, in July and August? And then in January, when I started legitimately planning it, it was, well, I still want to take lots of time off. And it was, well, I want to take the first week of summer vacation and the last week. And I want to take these other weeks. And then I was like, well, I mean, I'll just go every other week. Right, yeah. And I, I was thinking about it in the summer when I was off about why is this okay? And there's a lot of reasons, but I realized there's so many business owners that are product-based too, or they, they, they are the heart and soul of their business and they have to be there. I'm service-based and there's so many things that we or I am doing that continue to roll, continue to move. They're not stuck in the mud until I get there. Uh, it's a completely different story if I'm a one-man show and I'm cleaning houses, then I'm not going to make money. 
Um, so it's tricky. I spoke to an aunt from Twisted Indian the other day. Um, I don't know if he wants me to out him, but he was saying he took a whole month off this past summer. He went back to India. He got really sick for like 10 days. And then he said it was exhausting because like, it's not just driving oh, yeah. to Belleville or whatever, an hour from here and you don't see everybody. Everyone he's ever interacted with in his whole life had to see him. Oh, it was yeah. exhausting. Um, but I was thinking about him too. Like how was he able to continue? Like things kept going, things were good, things were fine, things were successful. Cause he's got not to maybe trendy or buzzwordy thing to say, but like he's got a good team. Yeah. Just continue to move on. You hire the right people. You, you manage right. You hire yeah. right. And yeah, it, you know, big things come up. It's hard to take a lot of time off, but to take a month off is about planning for it and just being ready and empowering your team to take care of those things. Um, I think too, you talked about, you know, the house cleaning business and yeah, if you don't clean, you don't get money, but you also can't just clean 24 hours a day all year round like you have to plan in mm -hmm. that time and know that you know you need a break as well so it comes back to scheduling it comes back to kind of planning for those slow times which i think requires some pre-focus of focusing on what you want so for you a year ago it's like i want to put this time in and you're living the dream which is I want to own a small business. I also want to spend time with my family and know who my kids are. Mm -hmm. um, and that's taken a lot of focus and planning and then decision-making of what types of clients do I have? How do we um, like process things? Who's on my team? Like all of these things go into just being able to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting mindset because one of the reasons why I started my business was because I wanted to do what I wanted more yeah. and spend more time with my kids and mess off more whenever they had something to do middle of the day, I wanted to go do it. And I don't think a lot of people start their business thinking that I think they think it's the opposite where they work with someone and a client's like, they say jump and the business owner's like, well, how high? Yeah. And I've never been that person. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it's it's a good thing long-term. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were talking again, uh, you know, not to give away too much about this with your own business is you are pre-planned marketing guy, uh, develops and executes a strategy. It's not, oh, crap, I need something tomorrow. Can you please scramble and do this? Mm -hmm. So you can put in a lot of extra work beforehand. And same with most of your clients are also busy in the summer. Yeah. So it's like, let's pre-plan what we're doing and then focus on just making it work. And then in the fall, you know, when you're kind of quote unquote back, you can return to focusing on kind of the next season or the next phase yeah. of business. And it was easy for me to come back. I think September, there's a natural, everyone's back to school, back to work. We're not on vacation time. And like, that's a reason why the vacation time this summer was so easy because most people were off most of the time yeah. that I was working with. People take time. They're not planning stuff. So it's good to take it. I started working with a new account 
It's the most I've ever been able to charge someone before. And I was petrified that I was going to lose it before it started because of how much time I was taking off. And this woman was saying the same thing. She's like, I'm barely working this summer. Like she's the oldest small business as well. She's like, I'm running my kids everywhere. I'm going on this vacation. I'm going on that thing. So she's like, if you're worried about not being able to get a hold of me, you're like, because you're on vacation, like it doesn't matter. She's like, I'm gone. Yeah. Do what you need to do, and we'll regroup in September. It's like it's clear expectations, um, and I think that's perfectly valid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, September's been easy to get back to because I also I think. As much as I'm not working, you're not not thinking about the business. Oh, I think you've, I actually think you probably have better ideas, more clarity. And then then when you, it is time to focus, you're kind of refreshed and hit the ground running. I felt awkward sometimes because I was pretty good at staying away from my phone while I was away because it's really hard for me to be off work but stay home and like not do anything it's easy for me to like slip onto my phone or slip over to my computer to like do something quickly it's easy when i'm away right like if i go somewhere that's easy to stay away but that's my biggest takeaway too from the vacation times i didn't do anything you'll disagree with me because you always say like i do a thousand things and like these little things like death by a thousand cuts type of thing, I guess. But um, next year, the plan will be go somewhere, disappear, disconnect. Yeah. I think we'll do the weekly check-in with um, like a couple people specifically, but that might be about it type of thing. But I spent most of the summer thinking about like things that would pop in my head. Like and A lot of it was, hey, I, I can do this. This is easy to take this time off. Why am I not taking more time off? Why am I, like, there's things that I had to do, and I'm like, why do I have to do this? Why is somebody else not doing this? This is ridiculous. And I think it was super useful for that. I came back, like, super duper energized. And not to sound cheesy, but, like, I'm ready to, like, kick ass. <laughs> I think that's, uh, yeah, that is what you want to do, right? You want to be going into what you're really good at. You're doing it. You've mm-hmm. set up a good foundation, and you can go in and just kick it. So how do we do that change gears to return to focus? What do you think? Tangible steps and tools. I think tangible steps. I think not trying to do too much all at once as well. I think you're good at this, but sometimes we, people are like, Oh, it's September. You know, I got to get back to my routine and I'm going to do these hundred things. And then they try to do them all in the first day and they just crash and burn. I had a hard time not doing a thousand things from my own marketing perspective last week, but I got back last week. I only worked three days. It was Labor Day Monday and I'm not working Fridays again. So I kept only working the three days. And to your point, I didn't do a thousand things. I purposefully blocked off time on stuff that I had to do. And I purposefully blocked off other focus time for you have all afternoon to just do whatever you need to do or want to do. Um, We get bogged down, especially like we lose control of our schedule when we give too many other people control. That doesn't make sense. Oh, I think it totally does. I think. uh, I didn't say it eloquently, I don't think. That's okay. I would have lost control of last week in my mood 
if I just walked into it and had like, if I announced the world, hey, I'm back. And then everyone is all over me for this and that and this call. I pre-planned a bunch of meetings. I pre-planned a bunch of calls and then I blocked a bunch of stuff. So I wasn't back on my first day and all these people I work with like falling all over themselves to get a hold of me. In some ways I felt ins- insufficient or like, because I didn't have any fires. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> like, because I think we get so programmed and conditioned that, Hey, we got to put up fires. We got to run. We got to hustle. But like, it worked how it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of not coming in to do everything, but then also just sticking to your calendar yeah. is a great way to focus. Um, for my business and my life, I have the busiest month ahead of me mm-hmm. than maybe ever in terms of like projects that need to get done. And I go back and forth to like being stressed out like crazy, but then also trusting the plan of like, Hey, I actually have all this stuff scheduled. So if all I do is whatever the next thing on my schedule is and like put my focus time into that, it will all work out. I think this goes back. Like we've talked about this on this podcast a thousand times. I swear is how we started talking about oh, things exactly. on the podcast, which was planning. And I think there's so many business owners that are just like, let's see what happens. And I sometimes feel as if I'm not being truthful to people because I don't have like great written down plans. I don't have a plan of like, I don't know what my marketing plan is. That's not written down. I don't know what my business plan is. But like, again, there's this giant myth that people write these things down. I think it happens in big corporations. They'll have like business planning season and there's all this like layers and layers of bureaucracy, but we don't necessarily need the written down plan. Yeah. I think I'm just selfish and I want to do things the way I want to do them. Not the way I want to, but if I want to go not work Fridays, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to figure out how do we do that? How do I work around that? That's the setting it up. You know, again, we follow some frameworks and some general things, but that's the like, yeah, I don't work Friday. So how do I schedule Monday to Thursday better to still accomplish everything I need to accomplish? I I don't, I think work three day weeks. Because every Monday, I don't do anything other than talk about myself. Right. That is some work, but it's also like, yeah, when you look at focused, billable work, it's contained. And that's another reality of small business. Like sometimes people think, well, I'll just start up and I'll do 40 hours of working. Mm -hmm. And it's not possible. Like you are lucky to get maybe 20 hours a week of like billable focus time. Mm -hmm. I think I I keep hearing these stats, but your best employee ever is like 40% effective. Yeah. So like when you look at yourself as a business owner, like I know for me, I have so many high quality billable focus, creative hours, whether I use those in coaching and teaching or, you know, writing or preparing And I can only schedule so many of those hours a week. Mm -hmm. But the magic is if you can actually do it consistently, you achieve every goal you want. Mm -hmm. Um, So for you, like, yeah, Mondays is you talk about yourself day. Mm -hmm. That contributes to other things softly, but, you know, you're not doing client work those days. And I don't work like 10, 12-hour days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. 
barely work eight. <laughs> I get in after nine. I eat lunch every day. Yeah. <laughs> away from my desk. I'm home by five o'clock every single day. It's been good. But yeah, it's a lot of work though to like to do that. Um, and a good consistency. But you can't just like go golfing every single day or whatever. Like you have but to I- yeah, maybe you could maybe one day be a challenge challenge um, accepted i think the thing is like i work most on planning and thinking about how to make my life easier and do i think that every business owner could do what i'm doing yes i do because well, i don't mean making... to like pat myself on the back here but like yeah i really think that if not to say if I can do it, anybody can, but really, if I can do it, anybody can. <laughs> yeah. And it is, uh, I think, what everyone should be focusing on, on doing. Um, yeah, it's not easy to get there because you've also, you've gone mm-hmm. through a lot of leveling up and processing to be able to get there. But it then allows you to know when the time is that you have to focus yeah. And you are you are really good at doing that when your door's shut or it's like time for working on a certain client, like yeah. you actually pull that off. Yeah, like I'm not the grit grinder I used to be, but I never I, I did used to work a lot. Uh, trying to I was gonna say I used to work harder. I don't work any differently. Like it's not harder or less hard than I used to, but when I first started, it was work nine to five, come up, hang out with the kids when they were done, like at dinner time. When they went to bed, I'd go back to work for a couple hours. I basically burned myself out. Yeah. Uh, I started to figure out little things here and there. Like, okay, well, we need someone to come in and do a bit of different work for me. And then we need somebody else and all these different things. So it took time. Like, it wasn't always this way. This was me thinking, like, I love this. I love doing my own thing. I love running the businesses. Um, I'm not going to go punch a clock somewhere. It's never going to happen, but how do I make it easier for myself? Yeah. And it's through focusing, right? And I think bring back the theme of our episode. It's about focusing on what's the most important thing for you to do and most important work for you to do. And then kind of solving problems to keep those boundaries up. Yeah. And hopping into it. Um, I think the you know, the last things that I'll sort of add to this is, you know, the permission of everyone to take those seasons mm-hmm. to do different things. And when we do come into a season of focus, it's not trying to do everything all at once. Doing things like time boxing or blocking, whichever terminology you use, create a plan and stick to what the most important things are. Um, you know, you are elite at not wasting your time on little things. Mm-hmm. I look at my own career, I have wasted so much time on little things. And then I look at my money-making times. I'm like, man, if I only did the things where, you know, because I can do something that makes a lot of money in a short period of time sometimes. If I filtered out all the noise, like, yeah, things could have been different. But also I keep now getting better and better channeling that and the key really is focusing on the right thing at the right time 
and consistently doing that. And I think everyone can do that. And then this is the time of year where, you know, we get that back to school seasonal change where it's time to just focus. Yeah. The blocking the time was super helpful. I used, I started this year blocking time, but it was more of focus, do focus work. It was very vague. And then this summer I blocked off stuff very precisely of this is when you do this. This is when you do that. Like a checklist, frankly, but even more better than a checklist. That was so effective. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. And that's the biggest takeaway from the summer. I may have said that a bunch ago. But a big takeaway from the summer was also blocking off time more precisely like that. Of I used to just think, oh, yeah, I need to get to this for this account. But now every month I have it in my calendar. This is the day that I'm going to spend all my time thinking about this problem, frankly. Yeah. Uh, and that I'm extremely excited about. I'm so calm right now about the work that we've got. It's not even. That's awesome. So exciting. On that note, what do you want the people to know about you? I think we've gotten away from being timely with our podcast. So I'm going to continue with that theme. Um, I want people to know that I'm doing a lunch and learn on Thursday, October the 5th at 12 o'clock at Thrive Coworking Community. Going to tell you two easy ways to get found on Google in less than 60 days. And then one more thing is I want people to know we have the podcast anniversary party Friday, October 13th at 7 p.m. Come to Thrive Coworking Community, celebrate this podcast that we've now been doing for three years, and we are in the 1% of podcasts globally based on statistics. So I think that'd be cool. That's awesome. Yeah, please uh, reach out to us. Come to that. We'd love our listeners to to join us um, at that. Um, I am Brian Rump. I want you to know that I am the business coach that helps you build your business the way you want and get the financial results you deserve. Uh, you can book a free discovery meeting with me at profitcoach.ca. And as always, if you would like to be on the podcast, Please uh, reach out to us at setitup at coarthismallbusinesspodcast.ca.